0: Welcome to Eau Claire is Here, your place to find out a little bit more about the people, places and happenings going on in the best little city in Wisconsin. Now introducing your hosts, Jane Kunick and Jerry Annis. Hello and welcome to Eau
1: oh, Claire is Here and you should be too with my friend Jerry Annis. Yeah, and that's
0: Jane Seymour Kunick.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So, how are you, Jane? I'm good, how are you? Good.
0: Yeah, it's been quite busy in real estate. You have been out and about.
1: and As well as you. Yeah, yeah I, I again, am amazed at, that we're just still busy during this weird world we're living in.
0: Yeah, well, I think when it all came out, it you know, I think everybody took a breather my gosh, it, it, you know, a month or two after, things just kicked in and what was crazy, and I think it was worse than last year. Yeah, as far as... I do too. Yeah, you know, The number of offers, and it was just silly, but...
1: And still really, that we're still busy, mm-hmm. but, you know, thank goodness the interest rates are as low as they are. I mean, never been lower, right? <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And I saw a graph way below three for most banks and lenders, and So it's a good time to buy. Good time to buy. Yeah. And sell. And sell.
1: Well. So call Jan Jerry.
0: Yeah.
1: Please. We'll get you hooked up. (laughs) Well,
0: anyway, Scott interviewed Benny Anderson. He's with Visit Eau Claire. Yes. We 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 got a chance to see it a little bit. And it's a fantastic interview. I think between you and I both, we, we weren't quite sure what Visit Eau Claire
1: was. No. And I... Thoroughly enjoyed the interview to kind of get to know a little bit more mm-hmm. about Visit Eau Claire.
0: I think for me, when, when I think about Visit Eau Claire, now knowing what it is, it, it's basically anything in Eau Claire. Right. I mean, he talks about, you know, on the website, and what they have is restaurants, hotels, shopping, parks, bike paths, things to do. And I think it's just so relevant because it's so much in a line with what our podcast is. Right, you know, right. Eau Claire is here and right. and you should be too. And really I, when I think of that kind of stuff, where do you go? You know, is it the Chamber of Commerce or this or that or the other? But this you know, the website and Visit Eau Claire is really something that contains it all. And and I, I know we were talking about this earlier. I think it's easy to get into a rut and things become redundant. You know, when we lived up north, we would do a fish fry every night. We had supper clubs all over. And in, and in Eau Claire, we get complacent, you know. So Friday night comes and Martha and I are like, well, let's let's go hit a fish fry, where do you wanna go? And I can just keep, I think about the three places we always go. Mm-hmm. So for me, this is gonna be just such a nice resource <clears throat> to say, hey, let's get some ideas and, and, and do
1: something different. Yeah. So, sit back, enjoy Scott's interview with Benny from Visit Eau Claire.
2: Welcome to another of our podcasts. Eau Claire is here. You should be too on a beautiful, sunny October day. Yeah. Uh, and we're really glad to bring with us the uh, interim director of Visit Eau Claire.
3: Well, thank you for having Benny, me. I appreciate it. I appreciate
2: it. you being with us. Tell us the story of coming to Eau Claire. You mentioned that you went to UW Eau Claire and you know, leading up to just how you got into uh, visit Eau Claire?
3: Yeah, I was, um, I was chasing a job when I came to UW-Eau Claire. I used to run movie theaters back in my hometown in New Richmond, and they were planning to build a movie theater where the Chippewa movie theater became, and then eventually where the Menominee one, and both those projects fell through and eventually got great theaters there anyways. Um, but by that point I was a junior with uh, heading towards a degree in creative writing, So I started working for the movie theaters here and then was one of the managers right before the closing of the drive-in for it and then went on to run Action City and Metropolis for 15 years before taking this job on March 1st, about two weeks before the safer-at-home order and the, you know, collapse of tourism as we know it, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, presented with some challenges right off the bat about boy, we're not supposed to have anybody, you know, you know, We definitely, Yeah, we
3: definitely found some opportunities, you know, very quickly in the job. Uh, But um, I mean, learned a lot of great things about all of it. And having known that tourism and, and, you know, small business world from the Chippewa Valley for years, there isn't a place I'd rather go through the pandemic than here, you know, it's uh, it's a great community with a lot of great collaboration. and, And I mean, we'll make it through better than most.
2: I agree. I, and uh, so obviously you came to college here, thought it was probably a beautiful campus and uh, decided, hey, I like this city. I'm going to stay here. Um, uh, and then eventually saying, I like this so much, I want to advertise other people, you know, coming and taking a part of it. So.
3: Absolutely. So when and when I came to college here, you know, like I said, I'm from New Richmond, so I'm a very small town kid when I got walked in the door of the McDonald's here and they didn't know my name, like I was really confused, you know, because back home I knew everyone, you know, um, but then, you know, we were so close to the Twin Cities back there that I was really used to that big city experience, and this is, I always call this, you know, the the best big small town, you know, for it, because you have that, you know, all of the amenities of, of the bigger cities, you know, within reason, without the traffic, without, you know, some of the other, you know, struggles of all of that, and um, it's just been a, a great place to live and raise a family.
2: You have some kids?
3: I, I have a, a whole zoo of a house. I have a, a 10-year-old <laughs> daughter, a 2-year-old daughter. Uh, we had a baby born in June. And then right before that, we got a puppy because we're not smart people, I don't think. <laughs> um, and then we also have a 15-year-old dog as well. Um, but but no, we've, uh, we've, got, we've got quite the, the arc back home.
2: Tell us about Visit Eau Claire, and I know I'm excited to talk about this because even as a resident, I'm growing up in Eau Claire, myself going to college here, uh, I would have thought of this you know, more just as tourism-based, which I think, I mean, you're going to tell us all the details about it, but I, looking at the website, I would highly encourage you to check out Visit Eau Claire's website because they have so many great ideas. Um, that anybody can take part. in. I think to really highlight, it doesn't have to be, you know, for people coming to Eau Claire just to visit. We forget about all the great things sometimes and they're highlighting it uh, daily, so.
3: Yeah, and I mean, that was really um, one of the, the first opportunities that we saw in the challenge of the pandemic, you know, is that, you know, we had to make uh, the responsible and safe decision not to market out our community during during the heights of this. And in working with you know all of our city and community leaders, we knew that the problems that that would present on a lot of levels from you know economic first and foremost you know, but also that it's really hard on people to be you know in that in their house and in isolation and, and you know and, and be disconnected from that. So we kind of you know I hate the word pivot because it's overused, but you know we we tra- we transitioned maybe we changed. Um, we looked ahead for the pandemic uh, as we saw it coming. And about two weeks before the Safer Home and Order, we, we looked at it and said, worst case scenario, if we had a shutdown, if we had any of this stuff, what do we need to do as an organization to help the community stay afloat? And, and so what we really focused on was reminding local residents what they have in their own backyard and then also marketing that to, you know, that 20 mile radius of, you know, saying, you know, hey, if you're in Chippewa, Menominee, if you're here in Eau Claire, you know, you know, let's let's just stay home but let's get outside and do some of the things that maybe maybe we forgot we're here uh, what a what a great place to get stuck if you're going to get stuck you know you've got beautiful rivers you've got 78 miles of bike trails that are connected through all the different cities you've got you know all these wonderful activities that you can go out between the you know the 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 city and county parks and you know, also like the playgrounds and you know and I mean some of those were closed obviously during that but You know, you can still get out and get on the trails and bike and walk and, I mean, I saw more people out this, during that Safer at Home than I've seen in most good summers here. And, and then also, you know, I mean, for people to still be able to get out and go do some of that, you know, that take home dining and, and things like that and have the picnics and there was a lot of, a lot of really bad things about, you know, all of that stuff. But, you know, having that family time was, you know, um, and, you know, that, that, that time to just take a step back for a minute. I, I, I don't think that that was the worst thing to come out of this.
2: I agree. I agree. And I think uh, just that a piece of appreciating the, the, the little things, forcing us to slow down. And when they come back, uh, how much we're going to really appreciate them again yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tell us some some of the highlights of what Visit Eau Claire does.
3: So, Visit Oclair is a, is it's called a destination marketing organization. You know, more formally known as like a convention and visitors bureau. Uh, so, our job in in a in a traditional sense is to market out um, the city for tourism. So, whether that's leisure travel or business travel, meetings, sports events, all of it. You know, we we just uh, try to get people to come in and. Enjoy our city for one reason or the other. We also, on top of that, work with a lot of events and initiatives to, you know, help increase those efforts. So whether that's granting or destination development, event creation, that's all in our realm to help that that market grow and and continue to bring people in to enjoy our hotels and our restaurants. And what's the
2: connection? So piece?
3: we're we're funded by room tax. So we have individual contracts with the city of Eau Claire, Altoona. Union and ASEO, uh, which we signed during the, the pandemic, to do their marketing for them. There's state legislation that when you collect a room tax that you have to pay seventy percent of that room tax to a marketing organization to to promote tourism. It's paid for by tourism, so you need to you need to promote it. Yeah. So um, we have seventy percent of that. We work in collaboration a lot of times with you know the chamber, DECI, you know, EDC, a lot of those places to, to work on our efforts together so we don't have duplication. But no, we're we're an independent organization that is funded by tax money
2: a great way to just keep that cycle going yeah a website i was gonna um just go through but um one of the things that i appreciated was the blog site uh, or part of the site that uh emphasized just different uh, one of the top ones recently was a great places to get cheese curds yeah i mean so i mean there's just... it's the
3: it's the hardest research in the world too i mean like you know for us to have to go around and try all these different cheese curds yeah, and all these right. different breweries so hard to do. and i mean like <laughs> it's the it's it's not a great job no yeah, I, you right, know right. Um, <laughs> no we we get to have a lot of fun with that and our marketing team has been really really strong about you know um finding all the different things out there and and then we take those and we build them into little advertisements for the city you know and some of the best performing ones in reality have been you know a lot of the the outdoor component ones you know the you know people excited to go take pictures of the murals and that whole instagram world you know for yeah. it uh but then also you know i mean but like the cheese curds and like we just sent the marketing team through a, a live walkthrough of the haunted maze out at, at govins you know and and things like that um but no there's there's changing content on there i mean literally every day they put up something you know new between the websites and the, and the blogs and all of it and um it's all really it's not just tourists that can enjoy that it's a great resource to find out what to do in the town and what's you know happening and and and, and figure out a lot of a lot of fun things to do what are
2: some of the other you know highlights of you know the website for people that are looking for
3: other options you know in a normal world you'd have the one of the best pages is the events one we're getting a little closer to we've got some things on there that are gonna happen now But, I mean, I'm,
2: social distancing. That's why we decided <laughs> to do this outside to capture this beautiful day.
3: The events page is uh, typically a, a great place to see, you know, all the different things that you can experience here as a, as a local and a, and a tu- and a tourist. And so, you've got the jams and fests and you know, uh, Eau Claire's Fest and you know, and Blue Ox and all these different events. And then you have all of the different, um, like Farm Tech Days and and uh, you know, all the different you know, linings events and all these things that you can find on there. They've they've got you know all these different things for events and then restaurants and you know the breweries has got a big one the wineries the we've got a couple distilleries that people have been really excited about and then obviously our parks our outdoors you know we have a we have some great museums amusement stuff you know i mean you know i'm proud of our old work at you know metropolis you know for that but then you know, the with action city and the water park and those bringing a lot of traffic but you've got all kinds of things you know that are popping up like that the children's museum and you know that they're having a great expansion this year there's just a lot of reasons to bring a bring a family around and, and do that stuff absolutely we've got a huge plan with um the city and decky and and a lot of places uh, it's called winter mission and a lot of times you'll see it on facebook with the old i heart new york it's Ice snowflake Oh uh, claire you know for it um and you know it's it's about that whole idea of keeping this going you know this has been going on for years but we're gonna. We're going to highlight, you know, encouraging people to still, even though it's winter, get out and enjoy the things that are that are out there, you know, there's, there's a lot to do from snowshoeing and tubing down Pinehurst Park Hill, which is amazing and, you know, both, uh, I mean, a little intimidating, it's such a great park, you know, there's cross-country skiing and there's all, you know, fat tire bikes and, you know, all these different things that you can get out to do all of this stuff, still pop in for a, a burger or a beer or, you know, whatever you're going to do. And, Enjoy the parks and and get outside and, and do that stuff. You know, the other parts of, I mean, everybody has fun complaining about winter in, in Eau Claire. <laughs> right. I find that they're most usually also the same people that are complaining about, you know, spring, fall, <laughs> right. and summer, you know, but, right. um, but I mean, like, you know, there are things that you can do in a Wisconsin winter that, you know, I mean, you curl up with a book, you, you, you build a fire, you do, you, you snowball fight. I mean, like, it's literally. Maybe not everybody's favorite, but that is one of my favorite things to do, you know. And, <laughs>
2: Absolutely. And so
3: to be able to do all of that stuff, you know, once again in your own backyard and not just be stuck at home, if you, unless you want to be, you know what I mean? Right. Like winter is a great time to be stuck at home, you know, and, right. and cook differently and roasts and all that, you know, whatever for it. But, no, winter mission is a big part of that. And there's gear that that there's been a lot of grants to help rent so that you can go use it and share it and, and get... Um, And there's a lot of big plans for that to continue for us to find other pieces of equipment that we can you know rent out and use out to to people through all the different parks and recs opportunities and the college and all that so that people can get out and and use those trails and 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 participate in those activities without having to pay you know a couple hundred bucks to go get fitted for snowshoes
2: right yep. it sounds like you reach out uh, a lot to partner and, and to say hey what can we do to increase these activities
3: the easiest part of my job is literally that there are so many great initiatives and organizations doing right. all of this work that literally most times all i have to do is pick up the phone and say hey how can i help and help them figure that out i mean it was so exciting because literally we're, we're sitting there talking about all the different things that they're doing so well and then I'm saying, well, hey, we're doing this little part of it. Can we tie it in? You know, can can we you know, we we were looking for a, an avenue for the marketing. We're talking about different things that, to, to help bolster all kinda of things for it. And I think that there's a lot of a lot of exciting partnerships that, that happen in this town that happen because people are more open to working together in this town than they are about being divided. Explain more. Of winter. Show. Winter mission.
2: The winter mission. yes. Yeah. So
3: it's a it's a collaborative effort, and I, I just uh, took my first meeting on. So if I li- forget a partner, I, I apologize sincerely. But um, it's a uh, they got the idea from Edmonton, um, who, who had done a, a big winter initiative about reducing the stresses of you know isolation and anxiety and all of that during winter, and some of those you know strong you know mental health issues that it can do uh, to rem- to to bring people outside and get them. You know, a little sunlight, a little activity, a little socialization, you know, and fun. You know, for, and and with all of that, Eau Claire has taken, you know, that approach. And Deckey and the city and Parks and Rec and a lot of them have taken big UWC have taken big leads on it. And we're sitting at the table just to kind of now, you know, really help market and help figure out how to how to do some of that different differently, but also tie in some of the organizations that we work with in the outdoor worlds to bring everybody you know to the table and grow it even farther it sounds
2: like you're probably connected with volume one a little bit too or I'm not connected but I mean they do the Thursday nights um, activities I think at Pinehurst Um, that would maybe it sounds right along the same kind of mission
3: yeah so uh, volume one is one of the most amazing resources that we have in this town for tourism everybody picks up that magazine and, and looks at the events and you know all the different things that happen in the city from a community level um, and we've really enjoyed, you know, our, our work with them together over the years. You know, a lot of the times, um, you know, we're turning to each other for, for different events or, or different marketing, and, um, you know, they do, uh, they just did the video campaign for the economic recovery task force for us and did a heck of a job on it, you know, about that community piece for it. So every time that we run into Nick and the gang, it's a, it's a nice meeting. Uh, you know, he's served on the board for a long time, and, you know, it's always great to get all these different marketing perspectives and community perspectives and voices in the in the same room and and figure out, you know, what the what the plan going forward is.
2: Sure. Wow. Uh, I I'm going to be talking to them soon myself. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Hopefully. They're They're good guys. Yep. Yeah, we enjoy them a lot. So, how many people work for Visit Eau Claire? Well, we have 7 right now, including myself. I have myself. We have Jill in, in accounting operations. We have Jason, who runs our sports commission and really does a lot of the events. And then Dana, who does our meetings and a lot of event work for bringing that into the city. And then we have our marketing team. We have uh, Kenzie, who's been the director of that for quite a few years now. And then uh, Demi and Michaela, who do all of a lot of the, you know, the blog writing and the videoing and photoing and, and a lot of the, the behind-the-scenes work for it.
2: So you mentioned the sports um, aspect of it. I, I saw that was part of the website, too, encouraging, hey, this is a great area to have, whether it's uh, you know, a soccer tournament at the, the complex, uh, but a great way to um, just all this is, is stirring great economic development um, for getting more people in here to uh, help frequent the wonderful businesses that Absolutely. we get to every day.
3: You know, and the the cool thing about it, too, is, is I mean, you know, Eau Claire has such a, a sports history, you know, with, you know, Hank Aaron and baseball and everything going back, and obviously a huge football presence in Wisconsin, but, I mean, there's just so many things about all the different sports, the different involvement that you get for, you know, the high school kids, college kids, you've got regional state, you know, tournaments, you've got NCAA stuff that, you know, comes through WIA, all of that, but then a lot of the other stuff, those kind of niche sports, you know, we've had uh, table tennis tournaments, we've had... You know, we've got a curling level, Olympic level facility here in Eau Claire that hosts, you know, tryouts for that. Silver Mine is a, a ridiculously cool event with the ski jumping. But I mean, even like last year, we, we bid on a, a Quidditch tournament, you know, from the the Harry Potter broom riding soccer. They were literally going to play a tournament. And and it's just, even if you're not a, a participant, I mean, like getting out to go and watch some of this stuff is, is really fun and you know entertaining for it the other parts of those sports things is you've got all these other competitions you know with i mean like don't don't forget that you know one of the biggest places that we have for all of this is coob you know i mean coob is a. I, I have in my in the back of my trunk right now i have like 40 sets of coob that we're <laughs> decorating out to promote all of the the the, the amazing parts of that that sport and, and that and it's a sport in our world right now that's designed accidentally to be socially distanced you're six feet apart you can play in the yard i mean we've seen it where neighbors are setting it up you know across their yard lines so they're not breaking the rules you know all of that stuff but you know i mean everything from you know the the log carving to to coop to horseshoe tournaments i mean all of it it's it's just a it's a really unique city and approach to all of this you know for it the other super cool one is uh that it it got moved to next year, but the kayak bass fishing tournament that we are uh, hosting with Altoona, you know, um, with the River Prairie, man, that is one I am so excited about because, I mean, I can't catch a fish. I can't even, you know, kayak that well, but, man, I think that that's entertaining. There's just a lot of, a lot of opportunities, and Jason gets a lot of bids in that world every day from all the cool things that can happen. I mean, we have snowshoe races and all of it
2: people contacting you um, yep. to try to help highlight some of the ideas. For yeah, them. he and
3: he goes to trade shows. A lot of them are virtual right now, but goes to trade shows. I mean, like, I mean, I would say probably one or two a month of meeting clients and talking about their cool events and why the Chippewa Valley is a is a great fit for them. I mean, and he's talked uh, NCAA Olympic level activities. You know about coming here. I mean, one of the most recent bids that we were looking at was the LPGA and. I think that most people are are surprised that people are looking at Eau Claire for that kind of stuff. But in reality, it's a perfect setup for them. They can come in, they can have a major involvement in the town. The town can really get behind it, and it's a cool event coming to a new place that, and bringing attention for all. Wow, we didn't that, get that one, but yeah, but they
2: But but, I mean, but we're in we're, but trying. we're in the we're in yeah. the running. You know we're, what I mean? Like yeah. you
3: know, in years ago, I don't I don't know that 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 would have happened. You know, until Eau Claire had grown a little bit. But there's. You know, I mean, a lot of people are taking notice about the things that, that happen here. And um, on every level, on meetings and sports and business, I mean, like, we're literally sitting in that development right now. I think that Eau Claire's, Eau Claire's plan for that is, is is really coming together.
2: It gets me even more excited about some of the opportunities, uh, especially as, the, you know, these events and the festivals and all that it will come back and... and uh, you know the Sonotag Center will be another great place to host other options uh so just hearing you talk about it is it's it's really cool
3: yeah it's it's it's, uh you know I mean everybody looks at where we are now you know and you know and I mean you know especially a couple months ago and there was a you know there's a fair amount of concern and, and work to do you know coming out of that but I, I I was part of a, a the hotel when we were reopening you know, or opening during the 2008 recession and it definitely wasn't as know, yeah yeah as grand scale as this but you know um but Eau Claire has seen this before and, and they've worked their way out of it before through that collaboration and and that work together and and the community the, the best thing about this the, this area is that the community supports each other Eau is I think we are the, I don't remember the number now, but I think it was the 11th most livable city in in the nation, you know, and we've continued to grow up the, those ranks for it, but I mean, one and we're like, I think, top 10 number, places to own a small business, like family business, and I honestly believe from, you know, all of my years working in that it's because of the community, it's because, you know, you put out a charity event, you put an opportunity or a problem to, to the community, and if and, and they take care of you, you know, for it. And, I mean, and almost everybody in town here reciprocates that, you know, the, you know, the other businesses help each other out, they all look out for each other. I mean, you've had a lot of lot of comp- competitors during this world turning, you know, across the table and saying like, okay, how do we help each other? You know, and that's been, that's been amazing. And I think that that's why this, this community continues to not see some of those setbacks as, as difficult. But also gives us a lot better, a, a lot better, you know, feeling sometimes of how we can, you know, get out of this a little bit faster. But also not let it stop the the, the momentum we had in twenty nineteen. Yeah,
2: and you know some of the the other initiatives that I know that Eau Claire is, you know, they have some grants uh, or loans and even contests for best new business. Yeah, um, for those small time local home you know, businesses and, you know, those type of things uh, right along what you were talking about. and those that don't know, those are things that they are trying to do to promote. And that was before now, and obviously everyone's trying to rally together to try to to do what we can to um, keep people, you know, successful. Yeah, and I mean,
3: like, you know, besides Mm -hmm. the, the standard grants, I mean, like, you know, Visible Claire's got, you know, arts and cultural grants and hospitality grants and sports commission grants, you know, that we write to, help events and do all this for it you've got you know deckies downtown you know uh, beautification grants and you know destination development all these things for it but during the pandemic i mean they worked incredibly fast on many levels to grant things differently i mean together chippewa valley i think i mean i don't know how they got that stuff done as fast as they they did and i was on the 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 board for it i mean not board but the organization you know where they they were just Moving and running and fundraising to help you know these twenty-some organizations, basically before even the, half of us knew we were in trouble, you know, for it. So there was, um, you know, They're on top of it. Yeah, and then you have the you know, you know, um, the local organizations with EDC and, and SVDC and all of that who took such strong roles in you know PPP and then also providing their own grants. The city has just come out with an EDA grant, you know, that helps uh, businesses. And it's just when you when you look at it on a on a state and a national level. And see the challenges that Eau Claire has been presented that every other city in the nation has, and then look at our approach compared to a lot of that divisive approach of other places. I mean, it really speaks volumes to to, to the work that people are willing to put in here to to do the right thing.
2: You mentioned some acronyms in there. I know made I was familiar with month, them, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's something to elaborate on or <laughs> sure. Uh,
3: DACI is downtown Eau Claire. Um, that's the the initiative for it Um, and then uh, our EDC is Economic Development Corporation SBDC is Small Business Development Corporation I believe it's a UWC funded initiative I think that was all of them Um, except some of the loan acronyms the PPP and all that or whatever for it yeah that is the nice thing about this town if, if we can if we can shorten the name to anything but we're gonna i mean this is <laughs> the is vec you know and yeah
2: it, it gives you a lot of hope and even more optimism at, you know at a time where i think some people are you know it, it, it's we're getting that fatigue that can set in so but it, and that's why again we want to keep putting the positivity out there about things that are still going on because we need to we need that.
3: Yeah, and I mean, in my world, and I mean, anybody who's seen me on TV or talked to me in general knows that, I mean, like, you know, one of the, I think it's a sarcastic nickname, but Captain Optimism, my, you know, my, my go-to, you know, for it is, is because, I mean, it's not that we don't view these problems in, in real time or with a realistic approach. You know, I come from a couple other different worlds where we really just have this strong belief of, you know, action through anxiety, you know, that you're going to take, you know, you can't change some of the problems that you have to get through but you can you can start taking the action to get through it now you know and I mean my biggest thing for all of that is is that I mean I'd rather go through all that stuff with you know friends and partners than I would you know walking through the depths of all that stuff that we just did on on our own and I think that that's been uh, a great part for the city but in order to do that you have to be willing to to stick your hand out, you know, and and sometimes your neck out to say, you know, listen, you know, how can, how can we help? You know what I mean? But also a lot of times, you know, for other, you know, coming out and saying like, Hey, I I need a little help. You know what I mean? Like I, I, can you, can you, can you help me figure this out? Can we figure it out together? And, you know, Eau Claire just does such a, such a great job of that. And, you know, it's, it's easy to read all the, all the junk and the noise out there about, you know, politics and the divide and all that stuff and they're very real issues you know um for that but at the same time like at the end of the day you know the the money is in the divide the pro the, the the progress is in the middle you know and so finding ways to move this stuff forward and get past all of that with the best idea is is really what we believe in
2: awesome said so many great things there i was just taking note of i mean one great avenue or thing about being right here in phoenix park where you know the confluence buildings right behind us here or in front of us i guess you would say but you know the bikers coming by uh you know it just it speaks for itself
3: our fisherman did leave i I think he was having some bad luck and he didn't want it on camera (laughs) but i was really hoping he'd catch one on camera but it's a big fish this is a very big fishing spot well and then uh in the summer it's a little cold today for it but i mean you watch the tubers go down the river and kayakers and all of the i mean literally one day i we were in a a, uh a big meeting right away or whatever for it and i saw one of the uh, i believe it was a group of college students and they had out the giant like the 12 person floating uh flamingo one or whatever for it and i mean i i could not pay attention for at least 10 minutes in that meeting because i was just watching this (laughs) thing float you know it was ridiculous you know yep but no, there's a, and I mean, you know, all the different, I mean, and now you're getting, you know, food trucks and all this stuff coming down and, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's a, it's a great area and a great town. I mean, you, you can set up shop anywhere in this town and, and find amazing things to do around you. There's just, it used to be that a lot of the, the focus was on downtown only. And now so many things have popped up, you know, not only in Eau Claire, but in Altoona and, you know, Chippewa and Halley and, you know. Uh, Um, all of these different areas around here that, I mean, there's not a, there's not a tough spot of town that you can go that you don't have something to do, you know, for it.
2: Yeah. And that's a great thing about your office though, being right in downtown is being able to walk to all those things. If you haven't checked out, um, they're right a part of the Pablo building and, uh, it's a neat shop. I'm going to take some pictures and try to get those out there too. It's, it's just a, there's a map in there, um, uh, there's just, there's lots of, there's tourists, you can buy some uh, tourist yeah. items.
3: Yeah, we have, um, you know, uh, some visitor clear things, but then we also try to highlight some local merchandise, you know. So we've got, uh, sometimes we'll have breweries and winery stuff in there that you can sample. Uh, we've got a lot of Silver Springs products right now with uh, all their horseradishes and mustards and all this crazy stuff that, you know. So we've got, I'm literally pretzels coming out of our ears, you know, that we, you know, <laughs> that we serve and do all of that. Um, but then, you know, just a lot of the, you know, the art and the postcards and things like that you can do and, and looking to expand that when we can reopen that building, you know, here, hopefully soon.
2: Yeah, I'm, I know that a lot of times it's it, it's nice that you're open when, uh, if you ever come down for a show when we can do that again, uh, uh, you know, just wander on down there and, you know, they'll have other additional, you know, things going on there uh, yeah. as well.
3: Yeah, no, we... Uh, we we typically will have some snacks and some, you know, drink samples and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, it's been a, it's been a really fun collaboration to be, you know, a part of the Pablo and all of that. And, you know, I, I came aboard, you know, like we said, two weeks right before the the shutdown, but getting to know that crew a little bit better and, and all the work that they've done has been truly impressive and watching them during the, the, the safer at home. I mean, you know, it's another example of, you know, this whole community of, there's just no quit. I mean, you're, we're we're gonna make it come hell or high water.
2: Sure will. Other things that you want to highlight that maybe we've
3: missed. I mean, right now the biggest things that you know that we're highlighting from from tourism, you know, is you know people are bringing in friends or you know finally getting to reconnect with some of that is, you know, uh, the you know the breweries, the outdoor patios, the wineries are in you know great season right now for that. You know, with the the wrap ups of, of a lot of that. I mean, the pumpkin patches and the apple orchards are a great family activity right now and those have expanded so amazingly you know in the last couple years and this has been no different you know and but the big thing that I've taken a ton of calls on and I would have been surprised a couple months to hear it but um, I never knew the scape of the fall colors tourism that people I mean like it's I feel like everybody in the world has been talking about it you know like I'm getting more calls on that right now on what does it look like? Where do I go? The state provides a, an amazing report on that uh, that you can find on, on Travel Wisconsin, and we share it as well. Um, but then we've provided oh, a map some, uh, of yeah, um, of like where to go, when the peak season is, you know, all of it. Colors, um, yeah. And as you can see, like right now, I mean, it's it's getting yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's pretty when it's green, even. But there's a lot of a lot of drives and trips that people can take with that. But there's just a ton of ton of opportunity here in this town to, to get out and do something.
2: Well, thanks so much. I really enjoyed this conversation and take advantage of this, especially now I dive into that website and uh, you know, there's just so much here that even being a long-time resident uh, realized all the great things that you guys do to help promote this city. We appreciate it and uh, it's, it's, it's great for our city and um, I, I, we're going to be meeting again because there's so much more for sure. us to talk about. I think, prob, you know, as the seasons um, progress and we come back um, with different events, uh, I really appreciate it, Benny. Well, thank
3: you. I really appreciate it. It's, uh, the, the, the biggest thing I would say is it's, it's an easy city to promote. Just a, a lot of good partners and a lot of good people doing a lot of that work, and all we have to do is, you know, shine, shine a, a microscope on it. They, we're, we're really proud of the, the, the community we're part of.
2: As are we? So, thank you. Thank you. That was
1: a great interview. I know Scott's my husband, but I think he does a great job interviewing, mm-hmm. and it really helps me in my job because there's some days like today mm-hmm. where it's sleeting and snowing where I wonder, why do people want to live here? (laughs) But we are truly the best little city with everything we Mm -hmm. have to offer. And I'm always, always proud to show people around our city and everything that we've done to improve it. And this is just going to only be another great resource Mm -hmm. to be able to say, hey, check this out. And again, not just new people coming to town, It, it's a great resource for anybody. Yeah,
0: that—that that was my biggest <clears throat> epiphany, um, you know. And after the interview, I went on the website, and my gosh, it is just loaded, loaded, loaded—festivals and music. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, just know.
1: think in a regular world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <when laughs> Where everything isn't shut down. Oh out. Yeah, yeah, I
0: know they're dealing with that too. But I think what I liked personally on that page, you know, you talked about. It's not only for visitors, but the residents. Right. And, you know, Martha and I like to get out. We bike, we mountain bike, we road bike, we like to hike. And I see all these... People putting these beautiful pictures on Facebook about this park, that one, and and there is a huge section on there with the parks and the paths and yeah. you know and the maps and where they are and how to get there. I really love that. I'm just going to keep that in mind for when I get bored and I right. complain. There's nothing to do. Right. You know, right. I can go up there and, and find something to do. So.
1: And I also think the location is so awesome mm-hmm. inside the Pablo and yeah. downtown. I know I've said this before. Scott and I live downtown and. Walk a lot downtown, and there's just so many people down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's lovely, so
0: yeah, a lot of lots to do. Hey, thank you so much, Scott, for a great interview, and thank you, Benny, and and Visit Eau Claire, appreciate it very much. Thank you all for joining us, and we hope to have you on the next podcast. Bye. If you enjoyed the Eau Claire is here podcast, be sure to subscribe and then give us a five star rating and write a review. That's the best way to get this podcast in front of as many people as possible.